And uh, we're gonna go, we're gonna start day two. Hey, look, hi, welcome to uh, Locathor's audio only let's play of Pikmin. I don't know if this is day one or day two. I guess this is day two because day one is the first day, even though that's like an unlimited time day. This is our first timed day. We're in the Valley of Repose, I think it was. Good morning, workers. Ready for another day of toiling for the profit of your company? Oof. Oh boy, Pikmin 2. You can't just say that in 2020. It's not funny anymore. Pikmin seem to still be asleep inside their onions. What lazy creatures. No wonder they lack survival skills. Stand beneath the onion and press A to call them out. All right, we're gonna pull out 20 Pikmin. Oh, come on, Louie. All right, we got 20 Pikmin and Louie. Uh, we're going to have five Pikmin collect one pellet posy. Have five Pikmin collect another pellet posy. Have one Pikmin collect a pellet posy. We're now down at nine Pikmin. Let's explore down the path where Louie started, because I bet there's some more posies. Oh my gosh, there are. Now, so here's one thing that Pikmin 3 improved upon that they still hadn't fixed in Pikmin 2. I mean, it was annoying in Pikmin 1. They didn't fix it in Pikmin 2. They did fix it in Pikmin 3. Um, your Pikmin's ground speed is a factor. Um... Like, their, their walking speed changes based on if they're a leaf, a bud, or, uh, or a flower. But this means that leaf Pikmin just end up falling behind when you walk at normal speeds. And that's... Ugh. Like, Pikmin in the squad should always walk in the full speed. Even if, even if carrying Pikmin are really slow, like if a leaf carries a thing and you really slowly, that would be fine. The Pikmin that are in the squad should always be able to go at full speed. Oh, wait. I was about to start picking all the Pikmin, and then I noticed that there are two more pellet posies near the ship that we want to be checking on. And then we go up a little ramp. Oh, there's nothing up the ramp. I think there's something here on a different day. Maybe. There's a fun little slide. Alright, let's get you. No. Come on. There we go. So Louie and Olimar, if if you pick Pikmin as one character, as one captain, and the other captain's in the group, then you'll both start picking Pikmin to get the task done in a timely manner. Alright, so we've got 33 out of 36. And then the three pellet posies from that far path are finally getting back. Okay. You just gotta let them sprout their little leaves. Okay, here we go. Now we are at uh, 42 out of 42. Heck, yes. Alright, so you may recall before one of the uh, gate bags was for 35 
Well, now we got it. Just beyond, there's a little dwarf. Hmm, yes, Joseph, there are yellow Pikmin in this game, but I'm at the start of the game, and, um, I don't have yellow Pikmin yet. I haven't explored that much. I gotta explore more. Um, let's see. I think we meet the yellow Pikmin in a different area than this, so we'll have to play a few days. I don't know if I'll be able to get yellow Pikmin while, during this car trip of yours. Oh, no! Oh no, there's a Bulborb and some Pikmin are getting eaten. But, uh... Oh wow, that was... There's only 28 Pikmin on the map now. That was a little bit of a misstep. We went from 42 down to 28, but, uh... We'll survive. Sometimes you just gotta clear out a few monsters. Uh, well... I have one Pikmin with me. We'll send him to start working on a little a roots door. Uh, and then we'll go back to the onion and get more Pikmin. Alright, if you're waiting at a train station, I don't know, because so each of these days is like 15 minutes. So I think we have to do a day here. I don't even know that yellow Pikmin are the next type we get. I think the second type of Pikmin you get in this game are the blue ones. So, it may be a few days before yellow Pikmin are available. You'll probably have to check back. Alright, we got a pellet posy picked up, or a five posy. And that bulborb got picked up. Oh boy, that bulborb body turned into a bunch of Pikmin. So now we have 56, once we pick all these guys. Well, that's more than 42, I'll say that. We defeated some monsters, and we ended up with more Pikmin than we started. Although, part of that is because I picked up the five posy. So really, it would have been like 51. So in, in the in the Bulborb limited exchange of the it looks like we're standing on a manhole cover. We're kind of in like an asphalt blacktop situation. Um, and then there's a manhole cover in the, in the middle of this area. Um, oh, there's a treasure. It's like a crushed aluminum can. Uh, let's have the Pikmin... All the Pikmin are going to work on bashing down this root door first. It's getting close already. It's got one more, one more little fall to do. Dun 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 dun. Boop, How could Pikmin destroy such a massive wall? When masked, their might is ferocious. Louis, did Olimar instruct you in proper Pikmin commanding protocol? Apparently not. Olimar, you are failing in your duty as a superior. Allow me to explain. Press A to grab Pikmin and release the throw. Call them with a group. We know all these buttons. You already told us about these. Silly spaceship. Come on. 
Yeah, see you, Dan K. I'm sure we'll have more Pikmin soon enough. I mean, even if it doesn't all get released immediately, I'll try and play most of the game and have it on YouTube. Hello, train. Alright, we got the aluminum can. It takes 35 Pikmin. Heck, we'll just we'll just have even more Pikmin carry it back so that it can carry it back faster. Alright, we got 45 Pikmin carrying it back, and we got 11 Pikmin in the squad. Let's see, as we go through the little area, off to one side there is a whole ton of water. And here we got, ooh, a mysterious hole in the ground. Interesting, warm air is welling up from the hole in the ground before you. What could be underground? What is wrong? You both show expressions of unease. Do not fear, the leader's group of Fikmin will, will join you. I shall dispatch my research pod too. Approach the, the hole in the ground and push A. Well, we're not gonna do that with just 11 Pikmin. So let's get that aluminum can back to base. And then we'll come back out here with 56 Pikmin. Come on, Pikmin, go a little faster. Alright, they're they're in the base area. They're stepping through one of the onion spots. They're in the middle of where all the three onions would be. They're really close to the rocket pickup zone. There we go. Uh it's called the utter scrap. Has a value of 170. So now we got 56 Pikmin in squad. Um, and we're gonna go into the hole in the ground. Now these holes in the ground present some interesting. Uh, enter the hole with your Pikmin squad. These holes in the ground are going to present some interesting uh, challenges to us. But most importantly, when you're in a hole in the ground, time doesn't pass. Also, the game saves when you get to the hole in the ground. Uh, so if we need to, we can reset to the start of this uh, cave. But also, time isn't going to pass. We have unlimited time while we're underground. The sun doesn't move when you're underground. That's, of course... Intriguing. My heat sensors indicate that this hole's interior is warmer than on the surface. Analysis is suggesting subterranean areas may support different life forms than the surface. If you wish to check underground terrain, press start pause to communicate with me. I am not just a ship, I am an all-purpose support pod! That's just like a little bit... A little bit goofy of you to say, of course you're an all-purpose support pod. Alright, let's... Oh my gosh. There's a bottle cap, and I thought one person could lift it, because Olimar can, like, lift a bottle cap. I guess this is a giant Olimar-sized bottle cap that takes four Pikmin to carry. 
Alright, so we got some mini bulb orbs, but these ones aren't red with white spots. These ones are white with purple spots. Oh, we're turning the little bottle cap. It's a 7-up cap. It's a quenching emblem. Value 100. Alright, we've crushed the mini bulb orbs that are white with purple spots. Yeah! Alright, so... There's a treasure here. And then, also, of note, you can't... You can't take monster bodies back to uh, the ship and get more Pikmin sprouted when you're underground. Instead, you take them back to your little robot pod, and then they get converted to cash. Because how can you possibly consider this beast a treasure? Beasts are incompatible with my circuitry. I suppose I will store your finds in my hold. But I do not think beasts will be worth much. So they're worth, like, a fiddling small change. But, like, it's more than zero, so you might as well. Okay, here's the main treasure that we found. It's, um... A tangerine, also called a citrus lump. It's worth 180. And now that there's no more treasures, uh, the treasure radar power... We don't have the treasure radar yet, but we will get it. And we heard the sound of it powering down. This hole appears to be quite deep. My sensors indicate more treacherous terrain ahead. Louis, do you recall that you can adjust the can- well, yeah. Your expression suggests you do. Excellent. Then approach the hole and press A to enter it. Okay. And this is why I'm going to do strictly one Pikmin day per episode, even if that leads to many Pikmin days being short, because, um, these caves end up stretching on a fair ways some of the time. Oh, we're at the final floor, though. Uh, let's see. Yeah! I managed to throw some Pikmin and get some of these little mini white-purple bulb orbs. If you throw a Pikmin and you land it on the back, they'll get smushed in one shot. Let's see, we found a treasure. Oh dear, it's a giant treasure. It's inconceivable that such an immense object has been buried here for so long. The design on the outer shell resembles the surface of the planet as seen from space. Perhaps this can be used for something other than salvage. But how will we ever lift it? I fear that even 100 red Pikmin will be unable to lift it. Hmm, how are we going to do it? 
Well, we've only got 56 red Pikmin, so even if we had 100 red Pikmin... Alright, we got... Uh, we got another monster. Crushed it. We got three, four more monsters. And... Yeah! One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Alright, all those little white monsters with purple spots dispatched and they are on their way to the collection pits oh what do we have here it's a candy pop flower but it's purple astounding a flower blooms in a cave deep beneath a snowy landscape clearly it is warmer down here than above look the pikmin are restless they look as if they yearn to be tossed into the flower How interesting. Let's throw some reds in. And then let's throw reds into the other one. So there's two flowers. Each flower accepts uh, five Pikmin thrown and then closes up and withers and dies. So now we have 10 purple Pikmin. The purple Pikmin is large and in charge. And when the when they step, the ground shakes, reminiscent of a sumo wrestler. Amazing, a purple Pikmin. It has hair and it is quite stocky. It seems very heavy and strong. This kind of Pikmin is not mentioned in your report, Olimar. It must be an entirely new type. Transforming Pikmin by tossing them into flowers? Intriguing. Perhaps there are others. You're right, there are one others. All right, now we have a whole bunch of purple Pikmin. Specifically, we have 10 of them. So let's go. Here we go, we're back at the half globe. Gonna let our Pikmin catch up. Oop, the purples are even slower than the reds. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So the number of Pikmin that can lift an object are is determined based on the object's size. So in the case of this globe, it's really big, and all of our Pikmin can stand near it and help carry it back. Actually, we can get the other reds that brought back those bodies and have them help out too. So we got 146 Pikmin strength because uh, 10 of those are purples and they're worth uh, 10 each. And then, then we have the rest are reds. And uh, even with all that Pikmin strength, unfortunately they're just a little bit slow carrying it back. Almost, there we are. Gotta pick up that globe half. 
Da, 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 da. Name Spherical Atlas. Value 200. There is a device resembling a microchip embedded inside this sphere, retrieving data. Error, I could only decode a portion of the data, but I did receive new geographic charts. I will input this data into my planetary database and name it the Sphere Chart. Uh, press start pause to contact me and access the exploration kit on the radar screen with L. Now that we have this new data, you should explore the decoded territory tomorrow. That was the sound of the Pikmin treasured our depowering because we have collected every treasure on this cave floor. Gotta sing along with your Pikmin. Alright, now how do you get back up? Of course, you find an underground geyser, and you jump in the geyser, and it launches you back to the surface. Astounding! Water is shooting out of this geyser with incredible force. Sensors indicate it has enough power to launch you into the air. Approach it and press A to try. Yep, it launches right up out of this grotto. Escape to the surface with your Pikmin? Yes, please. So, uh, yeah, if you're in, oh yeah, hey, we get a, we get like a report just for going through the cave. It says cave complete. We got the spherical atlas for 200, the sister slump for 180, the quenching emblem for 122 monster parts. It's three out of three treasures, cave complete. We can save the game. Okay, now we're back in the Valley of Repose. If you need to leave a cave early, you can leave through your spaceship hatch, which, like, sort of marks the entry to each cave level, but it has to dump all the stored treasures to pick up you and your Pikmin and leave, so you don't get to keep your treasures. If you want to complete, if you want to keep the treasures of the cave, you have to go all the way to the bottom and use the geyser. That's the basic deal. All right, back on the surface, the spaceship says, you have successfully returned to the planet's surface. Excellent decision-making, gentlemen. We must celebrate your first successful splunking expedition. You've gathered a large amount of data that needs in-depth analysis. I shall send a report back to the president tonight detailing your progress. Oh, got another alert. Olimar and Louis, since you'll explore a new area tomorrow, today's work is done. What? You still want to work? Unacceptable. You may not realize it, but you are exhausted. You should take a much needed rest, as you have all the time you need to collect treasure. Haste makes waste, so take it slow and steady. Slow and steady, folks. I think I think that's it for this day of Pikmin, friends. Uh, I'm a little shocked that it cut. I mean, there was like a few minutes of, of sunshine left when we entered the cave. So I'm a little shocked that it jumped to sunset. 
Normally it does not do that, I guess because this is a special cave and because we got the special new areas unlocked and stuff, then it kind of messed with the usual basics. So, the Spherical Atlas, Utter Scrap, Citrus Lump, Quenching Emblem, and some monsters adds up to 672, total 952. Uh, end of day, red Pikmin, 46, purple Pikmin, 10. Baby steps first, Olimar. Plan well and don't worry about me. Our debt with, uh, our debt is with Happy Hokotare Savings and Loan, after all. Besides, there's nothing left to repossess, so ha! So, yeah, we don't need to worry about the debt because they're a happy bank. And they couldn't take more of our stuff if they tried. They'd have to come here to Earth. The last thing that the company has is a ship that we're with Earth on. Alright, let's check out the Piclopedia. Red Bulborb. You can throw Pic-Pic carrots and wake it up. And then he'll eat the Pic-Pic carrots. This is so gruesome. Alright, Olimar's notes. Red Bulborb. Oculus Kageyami Rusus. Grub Dog Family. This large organism has the familiar mandibles and cranial morphology of the Grub Dog Family, as well as the characteristic bulging eyes. As with most Grub Dogs, the creature's cranium comprises half of its total length and girth. Showing a scarlet abdomen with white spots, this creature is primarily nocturnal, choosing to prey upon smaller creatures returning to their nests. Originally classified as the spotty bulborb, further research has reclassified this species as the red bulborb. Subspecies of varied colors have recently been discovered, but academics are divided into two rival camps over how to handle their classification. Okay, that's neat. And then the other thing we found is the snow bulborb. So purple or white with purple spots is called the snow bulborb. Snow bulborb, Panasaurus pseudooculi frosticulus. Breadbug family. Like the dwarf red bulborb, the snow bulborb is a member of the breadbug family that seeks to survive through Im imitating the appearance and behavior of a bulborb. Its pale coloration and blue spots make for easy identification. In particular, this organism mimics the hairy bulborb, but it is of course unable to grow the hair that gives the hairy bulborb its name. However, as the hairy bulborb has been known to lose its hair in certain circumstances, the snow bulborb is an effective mimic that is often mistaken for a member of the same species. Okay, and we have the violet candy pop bub. Violet candy cop candy pop bud. Flora punicius? Punicius? Punicius. Cieos. Cieos. Chaos? Punicius? I don't know how you say it. P-U-N-I-C-E-U-S. So C makes a makes a K sound in Latin. So punicius. Alright. Alright, punicius. Flora punicius. Candy Pop family. Research from our most recent expedition has confirmed the presence of Candy Pop buds in subterranean regions. Considering the microecologies this planet has been found, this plant has been found in, one could surmise that it could be found in any cavern, regardless of geographic region. 
tossing Pikmin into this flower results in the release of purple Pikmin seeds, regardless of the color the Pikmin tossed in. This variety of candy pop contains robustly odiferous oils. If candy pop flowers could be cultivated, there is no doubt that the plants would offer multifaceted benefits to the cosmetic, medical, and tourist industries. If we... if we throw a pick pick carrot... If we throw a pick pick carrot at the candy pop bulb, even if it lands inside, the carrots just bounce away. And clovers! Ooh! Clover. Quatrius infectum. Clover family. This is the natu this is a naturalized species. These plants are extremely persistent, and with assistance of a symbiotic fungus that grows on its roots, the species is able to survive even in drought conditions. Typically, its leaves come in groupings of three, but intense impact on the leafing stem early in the development cycle can result in an extremely rare four-leaf cluster. Uh, actually, wait. We're gonna also check out our treasures. We've got a citrus lump. This fruit was dug up from the floor of an icy cavern. It appears that the fruit's thick skin protected it from the frigid cold. It's quite remarkable. The shape of the fruit eerily resembles the president's head. P.S. The labyrinthine underground entrails of this planet are like a completely different world. The Utter Scrap. The area we recently touched down in is blanketed with a fresh layer of frozen precipitation. As tranquil and relaxing as it is, I named it the Valley of Repose. Using Pikmin to move obstacles, I was able to open up some new areas to, ex to exploration where I found this hulk of metal. Hunk of metal. That's cool. Uh, oh, we already read about the Courage Reactor. Quenching Emblem. I often brag about my inexhaustible supply of self-control, but when I peer at this treasure, I can't help but want to take a drink. Spherical Atlas. It's actually half a globe, not a full sphere, but you know. Uh, the purple Pikmin were somehow able to carry this massive treasure. Today, we measured their physical strength using the ship's onboard Beefometer. It seems that they have ten times the weight and physical power of any other Pikmin. When I throw them, they land with a resounding thud. I've decided to commemorate the cave I first encouraged, encountered them in by naming it Emergence Cave. Alright. Well... In our next Pikmin episode, we will have the option of the Valley of Repose or the Awakening Wood, but we will have to go to the Awakening Wood because there's no more that we can explore in the Valley of Repose without blue Pikmin. So I uh, presumably we're going to get blue Pikmin in the Awakening Wood um, whenever we next play Pikmin. So until then... Uh, What's it Brett says? Uh, he says stuff like, um, be good to each other and I love you.